G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in Perth and also Gloucester Park tonight and another big uh, card tonight. And uh, looking forward to some great racing coming to this summer period. And we've been certainly enjoying some great racing. And um, tonight's no different as I introduce Glenn Mortimer. And uh, Mort's uh, another big week last week. Yes, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always on a beautiful Friday morning. Isn't it? The sun's Perth. shining, the birds are singing. Beautiful. Going to be a great night. At Gloucester Park, a win for the Battlers last Friday night at GP, thanks to uh, Better Start Dreaming and Bura. <laughs> a double to our man, Lindsay Harper, with Better Start Dreaming and Heng, Heng both driven by Kyle Harper as well. And a double to Nathan Turvey and Emily Savelko. Surprise, surprise. Monday, just three winners for Junior. <laughs> He's uh, 25% short there. And uh, on Tuesday, doubles uh, to Junior, Shannon Savelko and Ryan Warwick. And how about the win by our man, Cody Waldrot, oh. on Friday night with Babyface Adder. He yeah. would have been unbearable on the trip home <laughs> back to uh, well, Boyne Up Friday he night. He was when he ran second. <laughs> he was, absolutely. Uh, a few 150 lashes on the way back, but... Um, yeah, great win by uh, Babyface Adder and great night ahead at GP tonight with the Garrards, your one-stop shop, Howard Porter Memorial. Mm. So can't wait for that. Now, Radley. Yes. After Rava reported a 24% lift in profit, surely there must be some re- pressure to repay the 20% reduction in state money between April and August last year. You'd think so. I'd, I'd, I'd hope they've got some plans to redistribute that. Obviously, it's a record... Um, a record performance. So, yeah, you'd, you'd think there'd now be some money ready to come back, in, particularly infrastructure for, for um, venues that really need it. And obviously, I think it's a no-brainer paying that 20, 20% back to the owners that, that won it to start with because it was a uh, measure to, to bring in because we didn't know it was a bit of uncertainty. But now there's certainty that the, <laughs> the wagering went up. It, it, I think it should be payback. Yes, the bills certainly weren't 20% less uh, no. during that time. And in your position, I expect you'll be putting a bit of pressure on uh, Rawa to make sure that happens, which is very grateful on behalf of the owners. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Now, do we need to have a look at the Inter-Dominion format? Uh, the Gallops have the Everest with $6.2 million to the winner. The Dishies have the Phoenix with, you know, 750 k to the winner. And we have the Inters, which is worth 270 k which is less than the WA Pacing Cup. And I see that New Zealand have just announced a slot race as well. Yeah, New Zealand's announced a slot race. I think it's for half a million. Uh, correct. Um, I th- look, I, I think there is um, – there's been talk about doing a, a slot race for a while. We even looked at doing one and just – there was a there was a few issues around it. Um, I, I think I think there will be a move to, to a slot race. I, th- I think that will have an effect on the Inter-Dominion because – I mean, the slot race could actually take over from the Inter-Dominion, but that's that's yet to be seen. But there is no doubt that the success of the Everest has now snowballed into other uh, the other two codes. And look, I think it's about time that, you know, probably one of the things with Harness 
a lot of traditionalists in this industry and we've really enjoyed the Inter-Dominion for many, many years, but, you know, we just can't continue to... Well, the other thing with Inter-Dominion, New Zealand's not in it anymore. Correct. So they've pulled out. So it's not... Even though the horses race, the, the jurisdictions aren't there. So, uh, look, I, I think there's got to be a bit of movement moving forward and, and you know, there, there's certainly, I think, the investigations into a, a slot race. So Very good. Yeah. Good to hear. And how was the AGM uh, during the week, Michael? Nice profit uh, posted by Gloucester Park. Yeah, yeah. The club uh, went really well in the last financial year and the club's going really well. A couple of new sponsors, as we've announced over the last couple of weeks here. But um, uh, the three board members got back on, John Burt, the running camel, Robbie Gartrell and uh, Alan Parker. Um, but yeah, look, it's setting up for a really good good year again this year. Our Taste of WA has been a big success and, and our, our Christmas bookings are really, really good. So really looking forward to, to coming in. So it's on the back of a good year and hopefully we can continue it with support of great sponsors like Retrovision. And it was great to see Ed Dewar, a made a yeah, life member of life Gloucester member. Park as yeah, well. Yeah, so. certainly. Like you look at his statistics, and even Alan Parker said, "I didn't." You don't realise the magnitude of of what he's done in the sports. And I can remember when I, you know, when I was, you know, Whippy, Whippy's Miss Penny, and you know, mm. Whippy Tyler coming over, and she she was just amazing. Whippy's Miss Penny, like I think she was Australian two year old the year, Australian three year old the year. Like she was, yeah, yeah, that was but, great. Yeah, so, but uh, no, I think he's I think he's bred the the third most amount of winners ever in WA or the second, something like that. It's yeah, amazing. amazing. So that was great to see. Yeah, certainly was a well deserved. Um, well-deserved honour. All right, uh, without further ado, our uh, special guest today is uh, the informed Madison Brown, but before we do, she's driving Manning, who's very short on tab touch, firm from $1.30 to $1.26, uh, racing a very similar field to he beats uh, at the end of August, and let's go back to the 27th of August, where Manning, he peels off the back of Tyler Brett and uh, Euphoria and proves too good time. So Tyler Brett, the inside Euphoria. Manning trying to come out wider. Further back, Euphoric Moment. Hall has taken Euphoria to the front where Manning is giving chase strongly. Euphoric Moment's out wider. Tyler Brett tries to respond in the straight. Euphoria. Manning the outside. Tyler Brett tries to come back. It's Euphoria and Manning but Manning's the one. Manning takes the lead. Draws clear now from Euphoria. Tyler Brett and boom time and Manning. Manning comes away for an impressive win by four and a half metres. Second Euphoria. Ahead away third. Boom time and Tyler Brett yeah, trained by Justin Prentice, owned by uh, Trotsin Syndicate number 16, and they've had good success with him. But uh, Madison Brown's been a great combination with Manning since jumping aboard, I think, in the country derbies uh, when he was a three-year-old. And uh, Madison joins us on the line right now. How are you, Madison? Good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Manning, we'll start with Manning before we uh, get into a bit of your yep. career, uh, Madison. He's a bit of an enigmatic horse. What's he like to drive? Um, he's really laid back, too laid back, to be honest. Um, sometimes I really got to fire him up in the warm up just to, to switch him on. Um, but Justin's just recently changed his work up a bit cause he was going to the races a bit, a bit dour when his track work was so good at home. So, um, yeah, Justin's changed up his work, um, as of late and he's actually, you know, showing a bit more life, um, when he's at the races. Yeah, he's the opposite to a normal sports rider. Usually they're really fizzy, but he's the other way. You've got to, he actually you see him in the stables and he's almost asleep. <laughs> yes, he's yeah, a... that's right. Even when he's walking out into the parade ring, after <laughs> remind him to even walk forward and walk on. So um, it's not a bad thing though, because I can rev him out in his races, and and he always comes back underneath me. So now he's in race. Um, he's in race eight. 
tonight and he's, uh, he's drawn the two. Was held up uh, last start. Um, and, run, and the run before didn't lose any ground against a really, really good field, much better field than what he's racing tonight. Obviously, uh, Barrier 2 hasn't had, a, hasn't had a good draw like that for a while. You'll be looking to hold the lead and just improve the position? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, definitely is like a horse. You have to wait for a good draw with him, um, and tonight he gets that. So um, I do expect him to, to lead and win. There is a um, bit of speed out wide, but hopefully we can um, sharpen him up in the prelim so he's, um, he's on song. So we'll be watching you in the prelim just to... Uh, <laughs> Just to see how good he is. Not that, uh, not that we're going to at that stage be launching into a dollar twenty-six, but he's a really good chance. And another good chance you've got tonight um, in race six, number four, my carbon copy, uh, raced in a um, a small field last week. Copped a lot of interference, a hell of a lot, right at the uh, halfway down the straight. And I thought made up some great ground to not be beaten by much. So. Um, He's a horse with a bit of ability. We spoke to Senior last week, and he he said he has his um, had his he has his uh, own mind sometime. But uh, what's the plan with my carbon copy tonight in race six, Madison? Um, well, he does go really good off the fence, but um, we'll have to see what else, what what's going to happen this week. Whether or not we stay off, if we do want to be four back, or it is a small field again, which suits him because he can just get the cozy run, and he's got quite a quite a good sprint so last week I ended up get, actually getting seven days for that interference so um and I think I got <laughs> I got catapulted out of the seat a bit so when I landed back in the seat and I wasn't on the deck I thought oh crap I'm still in a race here so <laughs> he sort of found his own way he sort of found his own way to the line um so his run last week was actually really good um and again yeah hopefully he can get a cozy run and with a small field I think I think he'll be there um, albeit I don't get into any more trouble. Yeah, no, he was very unlucky uh, last out. Now, one question I've always wanted to ask you, uh, Madison, and what's the conversation like in the car on the way home if you post uh, <laughs> Junior 3 wide? Um, no, nah, he usually, the conversation in the car on the way home is usually all right. So when we come in out <laughs> first, coming off the track, he'll, he might give me a cook, but that's <laughs> racing, so I don't take it. I don't take it personally. <laughs> and I hope you uh, give him a cook sometimes if he posts you three wide or you get held up behind him. Oh, absolutely. I'm the opposite. He doesn't stop hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Now, uh, Madison, um, you were obviously born into harness racing. Your dad is uh, one of the legends of, of harness racing. So uh, the obvious question, I guess you were always destined to be in harness racing at some stage. Yeah, I think so. I when I used to ride when I was um quite young and I got bored of it and actually went off and did dancing and all that. Um but then I think about 12 I started riding again and at that stage um my sisters Kiara and Chloe got into the pony trots. So I kind of um just followed them around the pony trots and became friends with Denny Roberts when we were 8. Um and we went through pony trots together and yeah, it sort of just went went from there. I mean, I had the best teacher you know right there dad giving me all the giving me all the tips and tricks so yeah I think it just progressed on to track work and and from there but I had to finish school before I was allowed to um get out there and race and I see that uh, one of the first bits of uh, one of the first tips that 
uh, your dad gave you when you first started driving, and in particular when you're driving a race, it's a lot about tactics and things like that, but rather than fill your head with tactics, was uh, to stay safe and stay tidy out there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, most of my um, feedback from Dad was, you're getting too messy driving them out. You need to watch Gavin Lang. <laughs> model, yourself on, model yourself on Gavin Lang. He didn't want me going out there looking like a Yahoo, so um, sometimes I do look like a Yahoo when I'm, when I'm trying a bit too hard, but um, no, that's probably one of the other things as well. Even when I went over to race riding with Grant and Lana Williams, Alana was very, very strict on me to be tidy in the saddle um, in the ride to the finish. So, yeah, yeah I think that is pretty good. Um, a I, pretty good tip. I, I wonder how many how many mentors have said just watch Gavin Lang. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon every one of them just said be like Gavin. And and I don't think there's anyone you could have learned better off as far as thoroughbred racing than Alana Alana Williams. Like she was one of the a great jockey and and she was. obviously turned into a great trainer with with Grant in her own right. What what was what was your your career like in thoroughbred racing? Obviously very different to to harness racing. Yeah short (laughs) um (laughs) no it was it was really good it was a good learning curve and I look back now and I I half I wish I had just stuck it out a little bit longer but at the point when I did need to have a break my mental health wasn't great and I just knew that I needed to have that needed to have that little break and unfortunately um just found it a bit hard to get another um boss to go to no one was really interested in having an apprentice at that at that time so I was told um so I ended up just putting the queue in the rack which is which is a shame because um yeah I'd worked I'd worked pretty hard um and it is a lot harder being an apprentice jockey than being a junior driver that's for sure Yes, uh, you drove uh, over 100 winners before you uh, you jumped uh, into the saddle and I think you're the only person that's gone from or the first person that's gone from being a rainsman to being uh, a jockey. Yeah, usually it's the other way. Yeah, correct. Most go from jockey to rainsman, but I think you were the first one to actually um, go from being a rainsman to being a jockey. So what was the motivating factor to get out of that and, you know, try the harness? Um, try, yeah. I was obviously with Michael Grantsman for a little while and um, just having a bit to do with his mum, Kelly, as well. Um, just seeing them with the um, racehorses and that, and it was always something that um, always something that sort of interests me. But I just sort of didn't really have that avenue to get into it. And um, Grant and Alana needed a rider, so Kelly um, was working out there at the time, and I went out there a few days a week and started riding work. And it just sort of, sort of, yeah, started started from there. And well, I didn't look back. Um, for I think I was working at Grant and Alana's for maybe a about two years, but I was only race riding for eight months. And you won your last race on a behind, um, in the sulky behind a horse called Star Armbro, and then when you came back, you Good. won your first race <laughs> back on a horse by the name of Star Armbro. Yeah. Must have been uh, quite a thrill to uh, must have been good just to get back into harness racing and and uh, get those uh, wins on the board early. Yeah, it was. I had a pretty good start to my career coming back into harness racing. Um, senior put me on a few sit and steers, even when I had my first few trials back. So um, that was pretty good. I've, I've quietened down a bit now. Um, you know, I only get a few drives a week, but I'm still enjoying it. 
um, and I'm helping Michael Grantham in the mornings as well. So I still have a fair bit to do with the thoroughbreds as well, being told to try. I should get back race riding, but... I don't know. I feel a bit old now to be going back out there. <laughs> oh. And gee, Mickey G's going. Uh, oh. Michael Grantham's going. Uh, well, picking up the Northern Gold uh, Cup the other week, which was great. Madison, the best horse that you've you've been lucky enough to be behind. Um. Oh, I've used to do all of Chicago Bulls track work, so. <laughs> Okay. I'd say he's probably the best horse. Well, that's uh, that's certainly <laughs> that answered. <laughs> that certainly answered that question. And and what's been your biggest thrill to date in in either harness racing or uh, in the saddle? Um, for harness racing, it was probably winning the Group One um, on Longreach Bay. That that was a that was a big thrill. Actually, there wasn't it wasn't ever really a, a foreseeable goal. I thought when I first come back to harness, I didn't think I'd come back and drive a group one. So that was pretty awesome. Um, and for my race riding is when I rode Kimbo's girl on Perth cup day for Simon Miller. Um, she was an outsider during the outside gate and she, she flew the gate and led and gave me my first big win in front of a, a big crowd. That was a, that was a real big thrill as well. For Simon Miller as well. <laughs> there would have been some good celebrations that <laughs> night after the uh, races. That's for sure. Or, um, I don't remember actually. Grant probably cracked the whip and told me to get home. <laughs> he probably had work the next day. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Madison, thanks for joining us today. Good luck tonight. Uh, you got driving for two of the biggest stables uh, in WA for Gary Hall Senior and and also Justin Prentice. So I know the Trotsin Syndicate will be cheering for you on Manning. So thanks for joining us today, and um, we'll see you out there tonight. No worries. Thank you. Good on you, Madison Brown. Interesting chat there. Yeah, Boys. yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's like I said, very unusual. They go from uh, rainsman to yeah. uh, to jockey. She was the first person to do it, and yeah. not, uh, too good luck. Can, not too many can say they've won both. Won in both. No, and then in town as well, and come back and yeah. Wow, well, what's the best horse you've driven? That uh, <laughs> she took a while to get it out. I'm Chicago Bull. So been very lucky. Had some, as she said, had some good sit and steers, and um, you know uh, Manning has never gone better than having Madison Brown yeah. uh, in the sulking. And there's no doubt that he's, he's much better when he's in front or outside the outside the leader doing it his own way rather than following horses. So tonight hopefully he gets that. And this segment was brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockists nationwide and they're so comfortable you don't have to wear them in. Mort, you know this. Mate, they, uh, Australia, Australia's leading supplier of work boots, uh, as we know, and they are just very comfortable, very durable, and I think uh, one of our favourite stables down in Boynup might yeah. uh, might have the Steel Blues uh, on right at the moment. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't got them on this morning, Michael. No, I just I, I uh, was in a rush this morning. And <laughs> I was in a rush and didn't actually have to – I didn't have them on, but I might wear them tonight. I might wear them tonight because they're not just work boots. Absolutely. There's there's other types of boots you can wear for the office and everything. Like Correct. They're, and they're very comfortable. Our man, Ross Fitzgerald. All right. As we go to the break, the feature race last week was the Pro Chevalier Group 3. And you mentioned it before, uh, Lindsay and Kyle Harper combining. Unfortunately, bled from both nostrils, hang, hang. So we'll be out, still be stood down for three months after uh, Friday night. But as we go to the break, here's hang, hang, uh, leading all the way in the Pro Chevalier. 
inside and four deep is Finn Burra letting go with a good burst now. Le Suleiman's back on the inside and then came the White Rabbit. Magnificent is now running fifth as Finn Burra sweeps up out wide. Hang Hang the leader. Finn Burra the outside. Then Doc Holiday. Magnificent. And further back is Le Suleiman. Hang Hang in front. Here's Finn Burra closing in but Hang Hang's got the lead. Finn Burra's trying to get there. Hang Hang is hanging on from Finn Burra. Magnificent and Hang Hang. And the Harpers have done it again out in front. Hang Hang beat Finn Burra. Magnificent and Doc Holiday. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.